The Marine and the Hippie is a weekly conversation about current events aimed at presenting alternative viewpoints while looking for common ground. We are the Marine and the Hippie. Hello, welcome to the Marine and the Hippie. This is the Hippie coming to you from Durango, Colorado. Today we are on Season 3, Dialogue 5. What do AI chatbot and slavery have in common? We'll probably go off in all sorts of different tangents here because of our different backgrounds and different thinking about these two things. But when we look at the capitalist measure that the capitalist umbrella that it, that it is is over society and imperialism and nationalism that's been around for about a thousand years now. One of the things that we do know is that, well, your highest cost will always be one thing, labor. And if we can get a way to either get that labor for free, i.e. owning other people, slavery, <laughs> or create a, create technology and programs to do that labor for us, then the capitalist or the imperialist or the oligarchy will have absolutely no reason to hire somebody to do the work and pay them. What do you think, Doc? Well, I I happen to think I'm, I'm I personally have a love hate relationship with this sort of technology that you're describing here. On the one hand, I am convinced that the Terminator is our future. Skynet is our future. Uh, there will be killer robots that hunt people down and shoot us. For no reason other than the fact that we are a carbon-based life form who happens to be breathing oxygen and we identify as a human being. I am convinced that that's in our future at some point in the distant future. However, on the other hand, I also know that the amount of like time that you spend at your house cooking supper after your work, for example, say, say an hour and a half or two hours if you're cooking for other people. That hour and a half or two hours could be better spent doing something else other than cooking. You still need to eat. The food still needs to be cooked. But if you had like a replicator like on the Star Trek ship, this Star Trek Enterprise, where you just say, computer, get me a filet mignon, you know, and that creates it out of thin air and then it serves you hot just like you like it and whatever. I think that would be a positive thing. That would be a great labor-saving device. It would allow people to spend that hour or two hours, whatever they were going to do, doing something else. And same way in the workplace, there's a bunch of menial tasks that people do all the time in the workplace, which I think could be very much easier done by computers or robots. And I would like to see a society where people don't need to work. Like you, you give the, the good, the, the bad side of that where employers don't have to hire you, but I would like to see a society where people are actually freed from having to work freed from labor where we are able to separate labor from the supply of all the money that we need for our food and uh and that sort of thing that's what that's the kind of society so that's the positive side of it i suppose dylan i agree with you i i don't i don't want it to come across that i disagree with you i don't agree that we should have to work to survive the problem is that there's nobody out there who's going to be like oh yeah we're going to give you everything for free we're going it's it's not it's how it's how we should be it's why both of us are socialists. It's the idea that the idea that the government or whatever there is enough there is enough food or or whatever we need in the pot for all of us to have our to have to have our needs met. But I don't see that happening. I don't see society as being more open. I see it becoming more closed and becoming more selfish and also more guarded. Hence, all of the issue, all of the social issues that that we have within our country. So the idea that the the idea that somebody's gonna we're gonna have a a system sure it'd be great to have a system that says yeah I want pa- pasta a la vodka tonight for dinner right 
Well, eventually we're just going to say, hey, computer, order me a pasta a la vodka from the best restaurant for under $20 or, or whatever, whatever we have to do, the people who have the means to be able to do that. And 10 minutes later or 20 minutes later, a little drone's going to come by and it's going to be dropped off on your little drone shelf that's outside your house and it's going to ring a bell. And then you're going to have your pasta a la vodka, but you're, which was probably not made by a person and certainly not delivered by a person in the future. Doc, what do you think? Well, okay. So you run into the problem in the scenario that you originally presented where, you know, you've automated so much work that there there's no employers that are going to be hiring human beings. Okay. Let's, let's, let's sit, let's take that out to the logical conclusion that then provides a society that Karl Marx envisioned where eventually the workers have been marginalized and, and alienated from their labor so far through through automation and technology and advancement and that kind of stuff that nobody can actually afford to buy the things that they are being sold. So that that basically is the capitalist under like cutting their own throat, like undermining their own business model. Because if there's no workers to buy the things from the store because nobody's making any money, who's going to buy the things that that they're producing at the factory. Uh, that that seems to be a paradox that sort of like provides a, a break on on that society. Dylan. Yeah, you're right, and that that brings us to the other the other half of this, like the the chat bot, chat bot side. The chat bot side, because because you're right and you're onto something, and I want to make sure that that we're clear about this. AI chatbot is like the new plagiarizer. It's an it's a way for those who are very tech savvy to program their own AI to be able to do, I don't know, white collar work for them, whether it's writing an essay, writing a term paper, creating a lesson for their classroom, as long as they or a lecture for their classroom or a book or a novel or what have you. And it's hard to decipher what the difference is once you once the AI is programmed and it knows your voice and it knows your lexicon and it knows how, how you write or how you speak. So that poses a problem because what, 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 or at least to America it does, because those who are being taught to think are going to be the ones who are going to be able to afford things. Those who are only who are relying on the technology to do everything for them. I bet within the matrix, within the, the, the big math number are those people who, well, as you said, are just going to be terminated because eventually we're just going to we are going towards that. And eventually we're, we're going to have an issue with resources. And when we have limited resources, we, the, the easiest way to, to save resources is get rid of those who consume them and get rid of those who, who consume them and don't offer anything valuable to society. We'll come back. We'll be uh, with Season 3, Dialogue 5, Slaves versus AI Chatbot. You're listening to the Marine and the Hippie. Hello, everybody. You're listening to Marine and the Hippie. This is dialogue number five of season three, and I'm here with Dylan tonight. We're talking about automation and AI chatbot. Now, for those of you who are not familiar with AI chatbot, as far as I understand it, this is a program that can take your words, your way of thinking, your way of putting words together, the kind of flavors that you add to your language or whatever, and write whole essays for you. So in theory, if you are a savvy 16-year-old with the right technology, you can program this AI chatbot to write the essays uh, for you. Now, we're before the show, we were arguing whether or not that's a that's ethical. Like 
certainly it, it it strikes or it stinks a little bit of plagiarism. But is it really plagiarism because it's your chatbot? It's your voice. It's your you know the the way you're writing. This is the question that Dylan asked, and I really don't have an answer for that for that question because if it is basically your mind mapped out into an AI you know matrix or whatever, and the way you speak and the way you write you know that's just being you know recorded and then spit back out in a different way. You know, is it really the chatbot who wrote it or is it you who wrote it over the input of, you know, say 75,000 words, uh, you know, in a, in a you know 200 word sentence? You had to write an essay at some point to put it into the chatbot, just not for the class. I don't know if that's plagiarism. Go ahead, Dylan. Uh, well, interesting enough, there's a kid, at, a kid at the school that I work at who was able to program his own AI chatbot and within that was able to produce work. And, and, and in my opinion, that kid should be put on a pedestal, be, be given straight A's and be shipped off to MIT starting like tomorrow and eventually either go work for Google or the CIA, whichever, you know, same, same difference. The problem is it's not that kid. It's not the savvy one that we're worried about. It's not the savvy one who can, who, who's figuring out the nuts and bolts. It's the person who's going to the market and having somebody else do that for him or her. It's the person who is actually doing the cheating. If you have, if you are innovative and you're you're re, you're able to reinvent what it what the new system is like, then then you're on <laughs> that high level. What what the argument is is what about the the kid who's never been able to write a sentence is now suddenly able being able to write you know, doctorate level writing, his chatbot can do it because the chatbot is also connected to the internet and can learn. So it can write, it can write an essay on astrophysics or what duck. When I was a teacher, and many of you know that both Dylan and I either are or have been teachers at, in, in the past. Uh, when I was a teacher, I would have students who were barely literate in my class. And I I taught college and I honestly don't know how they got into college in the first place. They certainly didn't belong there. Uh, and that sounds very elitist of me to say, but it's the truth. They didn't belong in college. They belonged, you know, working at some place where they didn't require uh, the ability to string two words coherently together. Uh, say, you know, working on a high wire post, you know, somewhere out in the middle of the country where nobody else was and they didn't see someone for, for 10 days or like a oil rig guy or something like that. That's where these guys needed to be because they didn't know how to communicate, period. Uh, and I, I hate to say it was all guys. It's not. It's definitely not. Most of the egregious, most egregious writers in my class were females. But in this one particular case, I'm thinking of this was a guy. And this guy, you know, never, ever turned in an A paper ever. Like every single one of his essays uh, was something to the order of, I would tell him to write three pages of, of essay or whatever, you know, and I want a well-formed essay. The, the, the page count wasn't the point. The point was they had to form an essay. Dude never turned in an A or B or a C paper in. The best we got was a D after working on it and, and, and making corrections and stuff. I sent them to the writing center. They didn't, you know, get any benefit from that, whatever. I couldn't exactly fail them because in America, as you know, we pay for grades, we pay for degrees, and I couldn't kick him out of school because that's not how things work anymore. But at any rate, at any rate one time for the, for the semester project, he turned in a paper that sounded like a lawyer had written it. And 
there was all kinds of weird citation styles in there that looked something like it was out of a legal journal. And there was like Supra written in there in like, you know, italics in his citation and whatnot. And this is where AI actually helped me out because I was able to take one paragraph of his of his writing and input it into Google. And Google gave me the article that he plagiarized that thing from cut and paste right out the article and put it in his paper and claimed it as his own work. And I think that if you have that student in your class that you're describing, the one who can't write, the one who goes out to the market to get the AI chatbot, AI chatbot, who's never been able to write very well at all, you can very easily, if you're a trained teacher, find that find that article, and it would. You don't think so? No, that's the difference. Really? Yeah, that's that. Sorry, that that what you've just described is what plagiarism plagiarism is, and that is the difference of the AI chatbot is that it is able to create a one only. So it's creating something that exists only for you that cannot be plagiarized because it's not because technically in no one else wrote it yeah nobody else wrote it it's like your ai chatbot wrote this for you for this class it will be it will not be the same as somebody else's it might be similar but sure but but my my point is that cutting and pasting is one form of plagiarism claiming claiming you know Claiming someone else's work or something else's work in this case is a different form of plagiarism. Copying off of someone is another form. If this guy, if this person wrote an A-level paper after getting all Ds from me, it's not because he improved his writing skill over one paper. That's ridiculous. It's the fact that he went out and actually cheated and and had something do work for him that he didn't do himself. And I think that as a good teacher, you would be able to spot that even if you couldn't find an original document that he cut and pasted from on the internet. Yeah, and and that's and this is what we'll, we'll come back about come and talk about after break is maybe we can spot it, but what we were talking about before show, pre-show is do we have is do we have a, a system that is willing to go to the mat to say you didn't do this work and this work isn't isn't at your level. Just like that student you just <laughs> just like the student that you're saying you can't kick him out of school. Well, so he if he does all of his work online he gets straight A's. The AI chatbot did it while he was playing poker. I don't know. When we come back we'll look at we'll look at slavery versus AI chatbot on Marine and the Hippie season three dialogue five. One more time. Hey, this is Doc with Marine and the Hippie. I'm the Marine, and let me just say, make love, not war. Peace. Welcome back to the Marine and the Hippie. This is the Hippie coming at you from Durango, Colorado, here on Season 3, Dialogue 5, Slavery and AI Chatbot. We're talking today about slavery being a you know free labor um which is what it was and how ai chatbot or how the new ai technology is going to take over some of the labor force so that some some workers some white collar work that's just technology based will be able to be done by a machine instead of by a man moving towards the world of the terminator uh before break we were also talking about how 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 does this work if this is re the reinvention of plagiarism which it kind of is or at least the, 
a different way of doing the work or figuring out how to do the work. If the person who just relies on the technology, and I'm not talking about, again, I want to be clear, I'm not talking about the person who knows how the system works and can get in there and is the programmer. I'm just talking about the person who like who is the user, not the developer of Facebook, but the, the user of Facebook, so to speak. And if that person hands in a paper that they're not capable of writing, but it is it, it is their paper from their AI AI device, whatever it is, is it cheating? And, and, and what should we do? Because they haven't done the work. And if they haven't done the work, is the school, is the principal, is the, administra- is the administration willing to go up against them and go to the mat and support the teacher who's saying, yo, doofus, you don't know how to write a sentence, yet you just gave me a 10-page paper on astrophysics. Yeah, I think the answer in our modern society is absolutely not. Uh, we have, I mean, 100%. We have a we have a state in this country right now, and it, it, it might be more than one state, that apparently is is allowing teachers to bring guns to class, uh, but banning certain books from the, from the library and, and, and telling teachers they'll be prosecuted if they're found with those books. And so I think that we have a, we have a country here where the teachers are not being supported at all, uh, where there's a lot of pressure put on teachers to do certain things that a lot of times the teachers can't do, uh, or if they can do them, a lot of times the teachers are too dumb to do them. Uh, and the result is that we have a system uh, where the administration of the school tends to support other priorities. This is one thing we were mentioning, other than supporting the teachers. Uh, you know, when the teacher says, in my professional opinion, this person cheated, the school is not going to kick him out. And a really good example of, of that is, you know, with grade inflation, in especially in college classes, when teachers uh, give too many bad grades, they're called on the carpet for it, uh, and they're forced to explain why they gave such bad grades and why their grade uh, grade point average is so low. And you know, I was taught different methods when I was a teacher's assistant on how to avoid getting caught for something like that. That's how important it is and how ingrained it is. Where it's not, I'm not giving honest grades. I'm giving grades that will avoid me getting you know having to answer for my grades. So I don't think that the, I don't think the schools will support the teachers if the teachers call someone out for cheating with AI chatbot. No. Yeah, and 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 the system uh, is designed for failure because that's that's also what what the theme is talking about the the idea of the slavery part. The slavery part is the people being un, uncapable of doing anything, of being able to function, of being able to either make enough money to to get get their penny a la vodka or to be able to actually produce the work because if they can't produce the work then they're certainly not going to get hired no matter the grade or if they are hired they'll be immediately fired google just fired what twelve thousand people but yeah i mean because i would assume that some of them some of those jobs already have been are gone now because because of technology yeah i think that you know what we're starting to see is we're starting to see procedurally generated like clickbait articles where it's like list they call them listicles like they're like 10 things that they you know you ought to do in with your summer break in the cayman islands and like not no no person wrote it you see a byline by someone named q w e r t y qwerty that is a that is not a person's name that is literally the top five letters on the left side of your keyboard so it was written it was generated by an AI. We're already starting to see stuff like that. It's already starting to happen in the real world, where where you know those those 
clickbait articles aren't very good anyway. It's like a, an idiot, like an idiot monkey could write them. It doesn't take a human being to write those things, but they're they're already outsourcing it to an AI chatbot. Yeah, and um, again, it goes back to like the dumbing down of people. As we dumb down people, as we dumb down the education system, people become dumber. That's that's fact. And as people become dumber, they're unaware of what they're what they're of 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 how to think. I mean, I'm just gonna bring this up and throw this out there because you know. Cheating. <laughs> We're worried about like the 15 year old cheating in like high school, right? Yet, hmm, let's see. Donald Trump, Joe Biden, and Mike Pence have all been like nabbed with classified documents that they're not supposed to have at their fucking houses. And nobody seems to give a shit as though it's like, oh, well, the, it's okay. It's not okay. They're not supposed to have them. Like, that's the problem. The problem is that we're giving we're allowing it we're allowing this system to enslave us because we're too stupid to see that like oh the the masters have run amok and they have too much fucking power because they're not being held accountable for the shit that they're doing period like and and the response and the response when you point that out is always invariably well what do you want me to do about it well you're a freaking citizen of this country man that's what that's what you're supposed to do about it you're supposed to have a revolution that's what you're supposed to do but you can't tell people that they ain't trying to hear it because there's no ai chatbot for the revolution (laughs) yeah either either burn the shit down or how or hold hold them accountable but i'm telling you and doc said it we're, we're moving towards well we're already there in 1984 Big Brother is watching, <laughs> literally watching Doc and I right now record a fucking podcast because we have, it's there. Using Google Meets. Yep. <laughs> right. Hey, hi. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. How are you? Hope you're doing hi, okay. Hi, North Korean overlords. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. that that's already there. And someday, you know, someday the police will not be, the police will not be a police officer. It'll just be like some little robot thing that's like, I'm going to fuck your shit up because you're doing something wrong. Don't run. You're terminated, you know. Yeah, it's already happening. Well, you know, without getting too alarmist, I, I look forward to serving the robot overlords in the future. Uh, just so we are on record for that. Um, yeah, I, I thankfully I'm not a teacher, and so I don't have to worry about the AI chatbot anymore. And I think that, you know, I I get the benefit of getting to use it for fun rather than having to worry about whether or not it's going to destroy all knowledge. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, that's that's your that's your wheelhouse now, Dylan. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening to the Marine and the Hippie. This has been a great show. The Slave versus AI Chatbot. I'm the Hippie signing off with this season three dialogue five. Ciao. And I'm the Marine and we'll see you all next week. Hey, this is Dylan with The Marine and The Hippie. I'm The Hippie. For more information on The Marine, follow Doc at Supernova underscore Earth on Twitter and listen to the Supernova Earth Show on Spotify. For more information on The Hippie, follow Dylan at Gezi and Me on Twitter and read his blog at observationsfromthespectrum.org.